Coming up on Transformers University, we are taking a look at the North American tour lines outside of the U.S. in Mexico and Canada. Plus, we'll check into the mail-away situation and the continuity laid out by the STARS program right now on Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Transformers University, episode number 99. I am your host, Anthony Brucalli, owner-operator, madman, behind tfu.info, the website, the Toy Archive. This podcast, TFU News and Views podcast, and oh so much more. I want to welcome you to episode 99. Wow. <laughs> you know, we are, we are on the precipice of episode 100. I do have something fun planned for that episode. You'll find out at the end of this episode what I have in store for episode 100. And much like with episode 50, uh, it is one of the bigger milestones in Transformers history. Now, with that in mind, we're going to focus here on episode 99. And I know you folks love, love the toy shows. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about toy lines uh, for our neighbors to the north, or at least my neighbors to the north. Canada and my neighbors to the south, Mexico, um, the other parts of North America. And, and we're going to talk about the mailaways for 1987. And of course, the stars program and the weird little uh, pocket continuity that exists there. And we're going to start with just quickly talking about Canada and Mexico. In previous years, I've been able to do entire episodes on uh, these two countries. Uh, but for 1987, things start to fall in line with the United States. Canada had uh, essentially the same toy line as the United States, the only difference being the packaging and instructions were in both English and in French. In Mexico, the company IGA, or IGA, uh, did not release a line in Mexico. So they were done after 1986 uh, releasing toys in Mexico. Some of these toys would end up in Europe uh, as exports over time, but there was no 1987 line, as far as I could find, from Mexico. So that wraps up those two parts of the world fairly quickly. But that's okay, because we do have a lot to talk about with stars and with the two catalogs and the mailaways. Hey, want to help out this podcast or the website tfu.info? There's a number of ways you can do it. Let me tell you how. You can help us directly by joining our Patreon and enrolling as a student at Transformers University. There, you'll get early access to the podcast as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes peaks and perks for as little as $1 a month. Sign up is quick and easy. Just swing on by to www.patreon.com slash tfuinfo. Another way you can help us is by using our Amazon link, www.tfu.info slash Amazon. Type that into your browser whenever you want to shop at Amazon and a portion of what you spend will be contributed back to us. It's that easy. Finally, you don't become the world's longest running transforming toy archive without some help from other fans. We're always on the hunt for photos of figures and accessories we're missing from our pages. If you'd like to contribute, go to tfu.info slash help for a list of what we need or send an email to info at tfu.info. tfu.info, the alpha trion and omega prime of transforming toys. Now, back to the show. 
So let's talk about the first of two catalogs from Stars in 1987. The first one entitled Rodimus Prime Remembers the Transformers Greatest Battle on Earth. And the cover for this is pretty neat. Uh, it has Rodimus Prime painted, uh, very toyetic looking, holding his gun for some reason, but in front of a, a computer screen and a bunch of diodes and meters. Uh, it's just it's just nifty looking. And in the corner inset, it says the quest for Autobot City, parentheses, see inside for details. Now inside we get a fold-out piece of art. It's like one of those um, one of those Mad Magazine foldaways or, or, or Highlights Magazine where uh, you get one bit of art and then a second bit of art. And so this uh, first bit of art shows an Autobot convoy with Rodimus Prime, Wheeljack, Mirage, Sunstreaker, Ratchet, Cosmos, Warpath, and Rodimus Prime. Uh, that's strange to have Rodimus Prime and Optimus Prime in the same image, especially at this point in time. And it says, uh, Rodimus Prime stood up from his chair at the Data Battle Center and spoke. I remember one legendary Transformers battle as being the most crucial. It was Digital Doom on the Highway to Destruction. And that's uh, underlined. Uh, before Autobot City was built, the Autobots had formed a convoy to find the ideal location in which to place their headquarters. On the way to find these coordinates, they were attacked by a Decepticon ambush. And that image actually then folds out to an image of everyone transformed uh, in robot mode. Same, All the same bots, all of them pretty much in the same spots. And uh, also very toyetic art, Ratchet with his, his platform, his battle platform. Megatron, this is one of the more interesting things about this piece of art, Megatron is in his uh, robot mode, very toyetic looking, but he also has his gun combat deck. So his silencer, his scope, the stand, all of that exists on its own. And Megatron is behind it firing at Optimus Prime. Uh, we also see Thundercracker and Wheeljack uh, and Rodimus Prime, of course, without his trailer. And so, you know, the neat thing to note here, I think, you know, it could be some strange pocket continuity where, Rodimus Prime and Optimus Prime exist together. Uh, I like to look at it as uh, clearly Rodimus is telling this story to somebody. And so what we're seeing here is the mental image from the person receiving the story. So they're not picturing Rodimus as Hot Rod because Rodimus is telling them the story. So Rodimus is therefore uh, pictured as Rodimus in this person's mind. Uh, that's kind of how I... Uh, squirrel it away uh, and there's some more flavor text uh, in this story I'll read it for you right now what appeared to be an innocent convoy was converted into a shower of drone rockets killer particle beams ear crushing sonic booms and exploding incendiary devices that lit up the desert sky the Autobots fought heroically under Optimus Prime's command against Megatron the death dealing menacing machine gun and Thundercracker the energy zapping fighter plane and as you can see from all of the text and all the art here, this is what was available via uh, the STARS program, the Mailway program for 1987. So what did we have? We had Optimus Prime and Megatron, both available for $21.50 plus five robot points. Thundercracker, available for $10 plus two robot points. Reflector, which uh, wasn't in the artwork, uh, still available for $10 and two robot points. Of course, the stars uh, place at one of my favorite 
pieces of uh, vintage Transformers uh, stuff. Uh, that whole thing was reduced down to $5 and no robot points at that point. And uh, they do make it a point to say, uh, due to a more efficient use of Transformers energy and technology, the cost of the Transformers fan club membership has been reduced from $6.50 to $5. There has never been a better or more exciting time to join than right now. Finally, uh, four Autobot cars were available. Wheeljack, Mirage, Ratchet, and Sunstreaker, all available for $8 each, plus two robot points. And three minibots were available. Warpath, Cosmos, and Cliffjumper, each at $4, or as a set of three for $9.50, all requiring one robot point. And Cliffjumper is mentioned here and shown in his yellow colors. And Sans a spoiler. So that would mean uh, they were offering Hubcap as Cliffjumper. Uh, it gets a little confusing. The flavor text for Cliffjumper is pretty pretty bizarre. Actually, some of the other flavor text as well uh, just doesn't make total sense. Like Wheeljacks reads, he is powerful and fast, sleek and very deadly. Sports car by day and threat to Decepticons by night. This warrior fights for good and against all evil. Um, so he only fights at night. And <laughs> when has Wheeljack really been that deadly? Sunstreaker, if endurance is your most important criterion and ally, you'll need this Autobot's help. He always makes it through. Again, I don't think that's his defining personality trait. And then Cliff Jumpers, that one amuses me the most. Cliff Jumper, exactly what his name implies. This mini Autobot can be a real asset in any battle. Power and cunning make him the perfect ally in any tense situation. None of that says anything about jumping off of cliffs or up cliffs or anything to do with cliffs, so I don't know what his name actually implies here. Also, uh, so in order to, to claim your stars direct mail uh, figures uh, you'd fill out the form you'd include the robot points and a check or money order no cash or stamps please payable to hasbro direct inc now hasbro direct inc uh, has a p.o box here but they were located at 921 Eastwind drive suite 114 columbus ohio so i did a quick google map search for this for 921 Eastwind Drive, and that is the Spectrum Commerce Center in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, currently, Suite 114 is occupied by the Shape for Life Private Fitness Studio, and that is Shape, the number four, Life Private Fitness Studio. Uh, so if you uh, happen to work out there, if you happen to drive by that, um, folks in uh, Columbus or Westerville, Ohio, as uh, Google Maps likes to point out, just remember that it used to be uh, probably where they stocked a lot of uh, these Hasbro Direct figures. So just imagine that building was full of Transformers. And that takes us to the second of the two Malloway catalogs for 1987. This one called Combat Data. And uh, the cover for this one features uh, that same computer, uh, or at least something very similar, plus Rodimus Prime's hand pressing a button. Uh, and that computer has this readout on the screen, a CTR screen at that, uh, Transformers Combat Data, and that's underlined, and then it says, Battle, quote, Digital Doom, dot, 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 end quote, Location, Planet Earth, Background Update, See Inside. And we got more similar artwork this time, uh, Thundercracker chasing Cosmos, 
Warpath and Cliff Jumper, which is actually not even yellow Cliff Jumper. It is very much hubcap on the side of a cliff. And uh, it says, uh, against their solid state logic, the mini Autobots are ordered to leave the fighting to escape Thundercracker's force field. Can they summon help before Optimus Prime and the convoy are wiped out by the Decepticon ambush? Now, the version I found doesn't have all the pages, but according to TF Wiki, uh, the reader is then told they need to update their weapon systems and Transformers vehicles to engage in the action. And then uh, presented in this catalog are Optimus Prime, Megatron, Thundercracker, Reflector, Cosmos, Warpath, Cliffjumper, and the Stars membership. So everything else there is pretty much identical to the previous version uh, from the Digital Doom story. Uh, but, you know, it's funny. It's, it's, it's weird because... This pack and flyer then invites the reader to be part of the action. So it's almost like if we were told in flashback before, we're now set in present time now. And with that, we wrap up Stars and the North American Malloways for 1987. Thanks for listening to the show. Stick around to hear what's coming up next episode. But first, I want to fill you in on a few ways you can stay in touch with the show. Be sure to catch us on Twitter at TFU underscore info and on Facebook and Instagram under the username TFU info, all one word. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TFU info, where we post all of our podcasts, plus special video segments, reviews, and live coverage of Transformers-related events such as New York Toy Fair and New York Comic Con. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.tfu.info, the world's longest-running transforming toy archive. And that will wrap up another edition of Transformers University. We have 99 episodes and the return of Optimus Prime 8-1. But guess what? Episode 100. We are going back to the G1 cartoon. We're going to wrap up Season 3 of the final two episodes of Season 3, which aired in 1987. The return of Optimus Prime. This one's a big deal. It's the first time he came back. It's what hooked people back into the franchise to some extent, especially me. I'll share all those stories next time around. Episode 100, next time on Transformers University. Until then, I am your host, Anthony Bercali, owner-operator, Madman, behind TFU.info. Till episode 100, see ya.